right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Fort Worth Music a pot, <laughs> Fort Worth Music Academy podcast. I am uh, your lousy excuse of a host, Eric Barassa, and uh, today we are going to talk about the seven lies parents of music students believe. Oh, I'm sorry, not seven, just five. The five lies. Uh, last week, I did the seven lies adults tell themselves when learning guitar or a musical instrument. And this week, it's the lies uh, or the falsehoods that parents of kids that are studying music believe. So in, in case you're wondering, uh, Eric, are you a qualified source on this topic? What do you know about children? Well, first, let me give my credentials. I taught elementary music for four years. And then um, had no idea what I was doing for at least two of those years. <laughs> then I uh, have been teaching music to children even after that uh, for about the past 12 years, 10 years, uh, like 13 years total, 10 years since I left elementary education. Anyway, um, and then the other thing is I have three young children. My kids are 10, 8, and 6. So... Most of the common issues that parents deal with, um, I have dealt with as well, uh, and as well as a couple of otter things that I have um, dealt with. And uh, and I tell you what, if I am not the walking stereotype of West Fort Worth today. Uh, my wife just finished watching an episode of Grey's Anatomy, and it's uh, two in the afternoon. She was gearing up for picking up the kids from school and the chaos that is about to ensue in our household. And uh, I've got my LaCroix here so for recording the, the podcast. <laughs> ah, what a delicious treat. Okay, so let's get into it. Uh, there are some commonalities I have seen over the, the past well, let's see, seven years, it'll be seven years next month that we've had the music school, um, and then before that, I was teaching out of my house for like three years, and then a couple years before that at a different um, music school. So some, something, somewhere in there, I taught elementary music as well. There's a, a whole timeline. Anyway, um, we've taught well over a thousand students at the music school over the, the past seven to ten years, and... Um, some things have come out that I've had to deal with when it comes to parents and the things that they tell themselves. Um, and I want to set the record straight with some of these things. Now, these are not hard and fast rules, and there are certainly always exceptions, but almost 100% of the time, probably 99% of the time, these uh, these lies are are unfounded. Okay, so number one, my kid just isn't musically gifted. Now, this is the, the one thing that's in common with what adults tell themselves. It's the only thing that's the same. Also, notice there are less lies for parents um, than there are for the adults. Adults tend to have uh, more hang-ups when they start lessons. Uh, but if they make it through those hang-ups, they, they end up being really wonderful, as is apparent by uh, our really great adult guitar student base. Um, okay, so... It's it's just not true. If if someone is not currently musically gifted, it doesn't mean they were born without some special gift. It can be learned. They can be trained. Okay. Uh, the real question is when they start to play, 
and they're playing notes on the piano or on the guitar or they're hitting those drums uh, or they're singing with their voice, do they get a deep joy from playing those notes? And some kids just instantly love it and some kids don't. And I would say that is the biggest thing. So for me, when I was starting to play music, even when I was not good and I had zero natural talent for music, um, but I think I'm, I'm, I have kind of that artsy, creative type mind, which just means that I love those kinds of things. So when I start to do it, I tend to want to do it a lot. Like I shared last week, I started drawing again. Drawing really was my first creative love. And right now, when I sit down to do it and I just start making shapes that I'm hoping to turn into a character or something, I love it. Every stroke that I make, I really enjoy doing it. So I just enjoy that process. And some kids either just enjoy the process or they just don't. They're just not into it. That is a thing you can't really change, okay? Um, But in terms of them not being good... Well, yeah, of course they're not going to be good. They just started learning this brand new skill. They're trying to wrap their brains around these new concepts. They're trying to get both hands to do different things than they have ever done before. And and it's complicated, you know? Uh, It really takes some time. So I'll have parents sometimes reach out to me after a couple of months, and they'll just be like, you know, my kid's not very good. Well, yeah, it's only been a couple months. (laughs) (laughs) This process takes years and years. So what I have found is that, um, well, we'll get into the truths later. But anyway, that's the first lie is my kid just isn't musically gifted. Okay, number two, this falsehood that parents believe is they'll say this isn't so much of a lie, but but it's, it's a false way of thinking coming into lessons. They'll say, let's just try it for a month and see how they do. Okay, there are so many problems with this, and it kind of ties back into that first one. Number one, you're not going to see huge results in the first couple of months. Uh, It's just not going to happen. Are they going to progress? Are they going to earn their white belt? Are they going to earn their yellow belt and maybe even their orange belt? Yes, and kids are going to progress at different rates. They should at least have earned their white belt with us on piano or guitar Um, within the first couple of months if they are taking traditional piano or guitar lessons or they're in our unlimited uh, guitar or piano programs, okay? This does not apply to kids rock. It does not apply to voice or drums. Um, So, uh, sorry, I kind of lost my train of thought. Let me have a sip of my LaCroix. Can you see the label on the video if you're watching this on video? Mm. Maybe we can get a product placement. Share with all your friends. Let's get hundreds of views and maybe LaCroix will send me a free can. Uh, Okay, so uh, the other thing that's going to happen is within the first couple of months, your child is not really going to develop a deep passion and love for whatever instrument they're playing, right? They probably signed up because they like the idea of playing or maybe you as the parent like the idea of them playing an instrument for either self-discipline reasons or just to expose them to uh, different kinds of activities. Um, but the, but, but the, the reality is you got to kind of stick with it for quite some time before you really know um, if, if it's something that's going to stick long term. Now, uh, 
rarely, but sometimes there is an exception where a student's only been with us for a month or two and it's real clear they should not be a student with us. But most of the time, it's just that they're just getting started and they need time to uh, develop. Okay, so that kind of leads into the next one, which is the, the lie parents believe. The third the lie number three is that my kid should be more self-disciplined and needs to take responsibility for their practice. Okay, this is not true. It is up to us to instill that self-discipline in them, okay? Us as the instructors and also you as the parent. We have to work together to teach them self-discipline. So if it's been a couple of months and your kid isn't just like coming home every day saying, gosh, I can't wait to work hard at this skill that that I am not good at yet. I would rather play Roblox or Minecraft or waste time on YouTube. Well, obviously, they're going to choose the path of least resistance, okay? They, they're going to naturally defer to just playing, or maybe they just want to play outside. I mean, God forbid I get my kids to go outside for longer than 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you, you know, they, they want to do... They just they don't have the self-discipline yet, so they don't want to do anything that requires work. So my kids will complain and fight. They just don't go practice on their own. My, my daughter, who's 10, she's been playing piano for four and a half years. She will practice without complaining now, um, but she still does not go do it on her own. I have to remind her. I have to say, Madison, it's time for you to go do piano. And she will do it. She will comply. The meltdowns and the fits don't happen anymore. Um, now my, you know, she she used to. Now my youngest daughter, who is six, just started taking piano several months ago, and she is all about it. Her personality is very different. My ten-year-old, when she started, when she was about six, she would fight um, with me for about eighteen months. You know, she would she would show resistance. My six-year-old, as long as I do it with her, she is happy as can be. She's like, Daddy, let's do it. She's kind of down for a silly goose time with anything, right? She will, if you say, Kennedy, let's go outside. She's in. Kennedy, let's watch a TV show. I'm in. Let's go play piano. In. She'll, she's down for whatever, okay? And then my son, uh, who's eight, Parker, he's just, he's totally his own animal. And we, we won't get into to that. But if you have boys... Typical boys, you you know what they're like. Uh, they are very different than than the girls. We don't have to get into specifics. Now, my son also has some additional challenges that my girls don't that we don't need to get into right now, but I'm happy to share some other time. So he uh, also will fight because he gets very fixated on whatever activity he is on. He might be playing with some some trains. He might be building Legos. He doesn't like changing focus. So it's hard to get him to start focusing on his guitar practice. But once I get him started, he does well uh, with it. And especially if I sit and do it with him. So that's a big thing, parents. If, if you are listening to your child play their instrument and you're engaged with them, they're, they're going to be much more willing to, to do it. And I know that takes a lot of time for you to do. You don't have to do it every time, but at least a couple times a week, if you'll sit with them while they're doing their playing and ask them to teach you something, oh, they'll love it. That will go a long way. All right, so let's get into line number four. My kid needs private lessons. Okay, again, there are exceptions. 
Sometimes this is true. Sometimes kids need private lessons. I will say in my um, extended experience with this, most of the students who have been the most successful with us started in group lessons where they are working with, you know, three to four other students at a time, either uh, taking uh, our unlimited guitar classes or piano um, or, or, or like in kids rock. They, and the reason, and they tend to stick around longer uh, than students in private lessons. And this is because they, I, I theorize that it's because they make connections with the students, the other students. There's a different energy in the room that happens. It's a little bit more fun, a little more exciting than just that back and forth one-on-one of a private lesson. Not that private lessons can't be fun. And actually, I want to retract my statement on this. Uh, part of it. Piano students, whether they do private lessons or group, tend to have long retention rates um, no matter what. I don't know if that's just because parents are more willing to make their kids do piano, whether they want to do it or not, rather than guitar. There seems to be this kind of like idea that, oh, guitar is kind of a, a fun thing, but piano is a serious thing. So if you don't want to do guitar anymore, we can quit. But if you don't want to do piano, I don't care because it's good for you. Um, I, I don't know if that's true, but but I th- that seems to be kind of the, the trend that parents sometimes think. So, uh, you, but what's interesting is is you're really developing the same skills no matter what instrument you are you are doing. And I and I single out piano and guitar because those are our two most popular instruments uh, that we we teach. Um, okay, so sometimes kids do better in private lessons. It, it does happen, uh, but vast majority of time they they do better getting their foundational skills in these group sessions for a few years. And then by the time they are teenagers, um, if they're not playing in a band, then it's, it, they, they start to develop more specialized interests uh, and they tend to know what they want to work on uh, and what they want to focus on as a musician and as a player. And then they, they do tend to work equally as well in private lessons or group um, but it's probably better for them to transition into private lessons once they are teenagers. Um, okay, now the last one, number five. My kid has ADD or ADHD, therefore I'm not confident they're going to do well in lessons. All right, um, we've actually never once had an issue with a kid. We've had issues with kids, it's rare, but every now and then we have a discipline problem or, or something. Um, we've I don't I can't think of ever having an issue with a kid with ADD or ADHD that's been diagnosed that has a problem focusing when they're with us. The groups are small um as well as the private lessons uh it's it's pretty easy to focus in there. So no issue with that. All right, so those are the 5 lies parents tend to believe. Tell me, have you believed any of these lies as a parent yourself? Um I'd love to know your thoughts. Are there any other lies? Oh, the truth Sorry, let me give you the truth. Here's what it takes to be successful at Fort Worth Music Academy. A good attitude and being consistent as a student over the course of at least three to five years, okay? Your practicing in the beginning probably won't be consistent, but attend lessons consistently for three to five years. It's going to take 
probably a year or two to really get consistent with practicing at home. I know, I know it's, it feels like a giant waste of money when you hear that, but that's, that's the reality. If you're not making your kid practice at home, it's going to take them a couple of years to, uh, to do it on their own. All right, everybody. So that's it. If you have any questions, you can email me, eric at fortworthmusicacademy.com. If you're watching this on YouTube, let me know in the comments below your thoughts on this and anything I missed or anything you think I am wrong about. Um, and then also check out fortworthmusicacademy.com to sign up for an intro introductory lesson. Come check out the school, come meet us, see if working with us would be a good fit for your child. Uh, and then also, um, that is all. I don't know why I said also. Hope you guys have a great day, and I will see you next time.